this episode of Northern Nerdcast is brought is not brought to you by Three Speed Lager. <laughs> it's actually a really good beer. How's it going, man? Hey, good, good. I, I hope it does get sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, a beer company just picks up a little podcast like this, and you know, just oh yeah, let's let's throw our name on it. <laughs> so welcome back. It's it's actually been a while since we've done one of these. Uh, the the last the last thing we did was uh, the uh, sub channel, if you will, Northern Nerd Chats, and we had Paul Sun Young Lee on, and and uh, it was a lot of fun. But uh, wanted to do something a little bit different. Uh, I'm still undecided if I'm going to throw this on YouTube or not. Um, but I want to boost my pod uh, the podcast on Spotify. So figure let's just banter. We'll we'll talk about christmas stuff you know just what we've been gaming what you've picked up i know a couple weeks ago we or not even about a week ago we had talked about well what did we get for black friday so i mean we can do all that now if you want so joining me as always is uh my show hort for uh for the northern nerd chats adam uh aka spenny mcg uh so we're just going to be chit-chatting about the christmas holidays and you know what uh, what we what we want, what we would hope our families get us, what we're getting for the kids. Spoiler alert: Don't let your kids listen to this. Um, but first, did you? I, I shared this on uh, on Discord on the ITG page, but Sony sounds like they have finally come up with some kind of answer for Game Pass. So we'll see come spring twenty twenty two because that's apparently when this launch is supposed to happen. I was reading up about the three tier system and I don't know, like they, they obviously they don't have a price breakdown of, of anything yet, but the highest tier essentially gets you everything. So it sounds like it's a game pass ultimate, um, but that should already be included in their tier one. Like I don't, I don't want to have to pay. Well, maybe it's just for me anyways. I don't think you should have to pay an additional say 20 bucks a month to get PSP games, to get Vita games, demos. Who the hell wants to pay extra to get demos? Like that's, it doesn't make sense. So out of like, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? Like, it's just, this, this, this was just announced what, like two hours ago. So, so this still, is big. I did see your, your comments in the, in the, inside the game uh, discord. And I saw, um, as you said, Drew from inside the game mentioning the, uh, that very th idea that it it sounds like the the top tier will be akin to Game Pass Ultimate, but so they sorry I didn't read it though Sony is making it tiered. Well, like, from from what I've read, it's going to be uh, a t a three tier system. I'm just going to go. I'm going to fact check myself. I'm going to go back to IGN. Probably, well, it and sounds, it sounds to me like it is like you said. So there's Game Pass Ultimate, but there is still uh xbox live gold right so you can still buy online and with right now if you have ps plus does that in or sorry playstation now does that Play, include PlayStation, playstation now is being phased out but do if you have that currently you have playstation plus though you still get like the online play yeah so you have to pay extra to have ps plus uh you have to pay extra to have ps now they're they're two separate entities okay. um the ps plus is essentially like xbox gold like you're paying to play with your friends online yeah. uh you do get four free free games every month and i guess sony has seen how well this is doing with xbox i don't know why it took them so long like i i, I and this is coming from a sony guy like 
it just it doesn't make sense why they would wait this long like now the question i asked on uh, on the, the discord channel on inside the game was are we going to see launches day one like are we going to see horizon zero dawn are we going to see god of war released that same day like we're getting halo on pc and xbox december 8th day day one launch is going to be included with game pass which is huge um i don't know if sony would do that i don't again this is coming in springtime so we'll see but yeah um they're phasing out playstation now and it says a higher tier offer access to the game catalog like game pass and third tier will include extended demos game streaming which you shouldn't have to pay extra to stream your games uh and access to a larger a larger library that includes ps1 2 3 and psp okay so there's no mention of ps4 is backwards compatible on our ps yeah ps4 you can play on ps5 uh no mention about vita which I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. Like the Vita is, is one of my all-time favorite systems. Um, it's not a deal breaker if the price is right here, but like, why wouldn't you include the Vita? It just, I guess maybe a lot of the games needed the uh, trackpad on the back, but you could easily, again, just talking as a fan, I don't know how hard it would be, but like the dual sense, uh, you can swipe on it like the back of the, the pad on the Vita, so... Well, and that's even when they made the PlayStation TV, that's what people have talked about a lot is so many people today in 2021 are hacking it yeah. in order to open up the library because they put some behind a wall and they said, like, you can use sensory on there. Maybe not two screen because you could touch on the front and the back, but they tried, people have tried to at least modify it so you can use one of the two yeah. touch points on the controller and stuff so i don't know it is kind of a bizarre uh, thing it, it's nice to hear like nintendo obviously in comparison has really been dragging their feet with this and yeah. you just have the nes and the snes on their online but now you have a tiered system because you can get the online plus where they have nintendo 64 and incredibly licensed out sega genesis but I think a lot of this, I don't know, maybe with Sony, a lot of it has to do just with licensing, because even that seems to be the problem. Xbox really, really has changed their tune on things in the last like couple of years, and now it's hard to argue that they aren't the most gamer-friendly of any of the three, and the fact that they, you know, they just announced last week or so 80 new backwards-compatible games. Yeah. And, you know, again, that they've said it's the end and more or less you can tell by when you go through the games that there are weird ones on there i watched uh, adam korlick's channel he kind of did a really cool breakdown but you can tell who was playing nice with xbox and who wasn't like there's yeah. a lot of disney properties on there like chicken little like a movie property from 20 years ago really no one was asking for that title but you can tell again that it was available to them so they did it and you know there was like some activision some uh other games on there ubisoft but it seemed very selective as to what they had what was going to be made available like even the the rockstar games they chose they didn't do the original some of the original titles because rockstar just re-released those remasters which are getting beat up but no comment but you can tell that's why they didn't make the originals backwards compatible on the mm -hmm. On the xbox current consoles was 
simply because they wanted to re remarket it to you. So. And, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because at one point, like it's almost like Xbox and PlayStation have completely reversed because Xbox wasn't the most user friendly. They were, they, they were like, they just figured out, oh, well, we're going to put out a system like back in the day. Sony was like the, the family system. Well, Nintendo too, but, and now it's completely opposite. Like I, it's, it's really tough to be, to, to say that I support Sony. Like um, I just, it's a lot of the stuff just doesn't make sense. Like uh, Drew and Scott were talking about this yesterday on, uh, on ITG daily. Um, one, one of the games that's coming on the PlayStation uh, plus for the free uh, December is Godfall but you're not getting the full game. You're getting a glorified demo essentially, which is all of the end game content. So you're, you're, you're basically starting a new, like your character, but with maxed out level, maxed out weapons, everything. And I mean, the game's already broken to begin with. Like I, I, I tried really hard to like it. I, I got it uh, on sale on black Friday for 29 bucks or like just before that. And the week before that, it was $89. So, um, but it's, it's just doesn't make sense why Sony almost thinks this is an acceptable thing. Like release the game, the full yeah. game, let people make that decision themselves. Now, of course, it's only available on PS5 for now. Uh, they are going to be re-releasing it on PS4 because there was a lot of backlash uh, from people that can't get their hands on a PS5. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's, it's not like, a horrible game it's it's a looter like a like it's a high fantasy looter uh but it's it's an empty game like empty you talk about people talking about peter dinklage phoning in uh his time as ghost the original ghost in destiny uh like this this is worse so <laughs> excuse me but anyways well let's let's just get into the uh the the meat of of this podcast and that's what are you playing? Right now, I just started <laughs> loading up. Uh, I started loading up a bunch of games for PS4 that I picked up over Black Friday. So I'm getting them all in the queue and I'm getting ready for that holiday time. I got some vacation coming up and I'm hoping to get into them. So one of them was uh, Spider-Man, the original. It was, I got the Game of the Year edition and it has all the DLC, everything packed in. I picked up uh, God of War. So I want to see... Uh, see Kratos and the boy running around and uh, getting into some stuff. Um, I picked up the Kingdom Hearts, the one and two compilation, 1.5, 2.5. So again, same thing, just been loading up that that hard drive on the PS4 and just filling it up and, and getting ready to just put some hours in over the holidays and, uh, and get going. Outside of that, the boys have been, as all, as all boys, I've really been getting into Fortnite, so we've been playing some of that. And in my basement here, I have uh, it actually set up where I have PS4 and Xbox One, and my son will bring down the Switch, and the three of us will all actually play in like a set of trios. So it's nice. fun because we can actually work together. And if someone, you know, oh, I'm being shot at, and then we can all reconvene around each other and help each other out and pick someone up if they're down and. And so it actually makes it pretty fun that way and, uh, and competitive too. So awesome. I, uh, I, I, um, I've been playing lots actually. Um, I ended up 
buying the Mafia trilogy uh, out of the UK. Um, and the reason being is because I'm a, I, I like people can say what they want. I don't care. Like, as you can see behind me, I've, I'm, I'm physical. I'm a physical media person. Yep. Um, I, I, but I ordered Mafia, the Mafia trilogy, and I played through the first two. The first one was incredible. Like they, they took a PS2 game, I think PS2, yeah, PS2, and basically did what they did with Yakuza, and they rebuilt the game from the ground up, enhanced graphics, everything. It was amazing. It was such a fun experience. Um, played the second one. The story of the second one was hands down better than the first. Um, a lot of control issues, a lot of glitches. Like I was, I was telling the guys on Discord there, I was robbing a bank and a car falls through the roof on fire and pins me under the car and <laughs> I can't do anything. And it says return to the mission in 10 seconds, or you, you have to start completely over like the whole mission couldn't do anything. So I failed the mission and I had to restart it. It's a very grand theft auto style, but it takes place in the thirties to the fifties. So prohibition, like selling alcohol is illegal. The mafia controls all that. They control all the unions. Um, so I'm playing the third one right now, which is a complete uh, departure from the series. Like you're a uh, Vietnam war veteran who comes back. Uh, they, they tried going away. The creators went away from the whole Italian, like, gangster feel and now you're like there's characters from mafia 2 in mafia 3 but you're in newer like a it's called new bordeaux so it's like new orleans um right. it's all like cajun creole and at the very beginning of the game there's a big warning it says we tr we wanted to make this game as authentic with the time as possible it is rife with n-word and and like because this is the time like the 60s um C word that describes the African population, the African-American population. Um, but that's like, they, they give you this warning because a lot of people, I guess, got triggered when this game came out. Sure. Um, it, it also has another Grand Theft Auto feel. You can't like, you can't set a waypoint and then skip. You actually have to drive to the location, which a lot of people found not the greatest, but I'm enjoying it. Cause like you're listening to music from the sixties and, like not something that I would I wouldn't turn on uh, on um, satellite radio and be like oh I want to listen to the sixties on six, but right. you this is the time so you're listening to these these this music and but it's really fun. Um, it's got it's this Assassin's Creed feel in the sense like you have to take out the lieutenants before you can get to the big boss of each area in New Bordeaux. But so I, I played that. Um, I, I finally beat Last of Us Part One and Two. Uh, I got my copy from Drew over at ITG for their contest that they were doing of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Finished that yesterday. Incredible. Like you, you have to have, you have to have a PS5 because it's not on PS4. Such a fun game. So much fun. And um, what am I, what else now? Um, there's, uh, I got a couple stuff from Black Friday. Uh, I'm waiting for Guardians of the Galaxy. It should be here Monday, I think. Um, the game store in Quebec, 40 minutes away from me, had a couple things which, oh my goodness, excuse me. Um, I have a feeling that the, one of the games that I picked up is going to probably be val as valuable as Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle. 
Um, it's not, doesn't look like it's going to be a massively produced game. I've looked around and you can't really find it anywhere. And I found it there, but, and then come Christmas time, I showed you that picture. Um, so never, never let other people order stuff for you and then tell you to go pick them up. So, <laughs> so I will, uh, I will be surprised come that day <laughs> but yeah we we ended up getting uh my daughter really um she's really into the switch again um she for, she's not a console person for minecraft she has to play it on pc um so she has minecraft on pc she plays this roblox i i'm not gonna get into roblox because drives me nuts but anyways um yeah so no, Clayton said he's putting up the Christmas tree. So I guess he's not coming. That's all right. So yeah. Um, stuff for the Christmas episode. I, I, I put up my Christmas tree, I think two weekends ago. <laughs> I just, I, I haven't put up my NG tree yet though. It's still in my box. I got that from Mike four years ago. It's a little white tree. My wife actually got me some controllers from the dollar store uh, do, um, ornaments. So oh, those will awesome. go up. I don't have to use my GameCube controllers anymore to hang on the tree. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> what are what are your plans over the holidays? Like, what are you what are you hoping to do? What are you doing? You know, all that fun stuff. Well, our area, uh, much like other surprisingly areas in northern Ontario, our area is actually producing some of the highest lockdown conditions right now. So we actually took a step back and we're now down to 10 person households. So it's gonna make uh, holiday visiting pretty limited. But I mean, again, it's kind of par for the course these days, you know, everybody finds a different means or, you know, kids will meet up at uh, this, the tobogganing hill, things yep. like that. So uh, we have had quite a bit of snow here in the Sioux. So we've, uh, although it's been melting the last few days, the kids have been out tobogganing in the front yard a little bit. Uh, hopefully we can get on some skates, get outside and try and enjoy some of the actual Northern Ontario winter stuff. We like to do all that, but surely the kids have a bunch of games coming their way as well. So just went and picked up today, even uh, got some, some more V box and some skins coming from a grandparent to, for one of my sons there for, for Fortnite. Um, I also picked up, I didn't mention earlier, but I picked up about three or four uh, PlayStation VR games as well. So I'm looking forward to, you know, hopefully getting together. Usually when I play VR, uh, it's usually when my chums come over and we all have a good laugh at it. And, and you know, everybody sits around and has a, has a beer and plays and, and enjoys. So it's it's usually makes for a good time. So I'm excited for that. One of the ones being Star Wars Squadrons. That looks like it's going to be a lot of fun in VR. Don't fly drunk. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, we don't endorse that here. No, we do not endorse that at any name, shape, or form. Same with uh, Gran Turismo Sport. It doesn't oh. work out. But uh, no, by all means, we. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to is trying to get together and see some friends, see some family, but under current conditions anyways here. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, we have a little bit of time um, <laughs> to throw it out there. My wife now has started a, a YouTube channel. Yeah. Most, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't tuned into all of them, but I've seen a couple of them and it's, I mean, yeah. you know what it, it, it reminds me of like a short, hallmark movie channel like show that's what it reminds me of like it's just like 
she's so positive and like you see these christmas my, my wife has been watching christmas movies since the middle of october and yeah. oh my god like I'll, i i bet you i'll go upstairs once we're done and there will be a christmas movie on if it's not home alone i am not going upstairs <laughs> but uh there's did but you, that's did that's you watch the new one? Did you i watch haven't the new one? i've i've heard like you liked it clayton didn't like it um yes. but i think it's home alone like it and it skips all of after three to whatever because i know yes. like buzz McAllister makes an, a cameo or whatever in it and yeah. McAllister, McAllister Holmes alarm system is obviously Kevin. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like I, I, I heard it's very cringy. Like a lot of the stuff that they ha- that happens is like, <laughs> it can be. I mean, if you're really gatekeeping to one and two, like three was out there, four was suddenly talking about the McAllister, none, no original cast, and it was was the McAllisters, and the parents were getting divorced and all. Yeah, this ho- ho- like, home heist or something really really weird stuff going on there but i'm telling you this fifth one it's this i thought this was the seventh one because there was a there was two made for tv movies as well oh gosh yeah there there was one called uh where this kid was staying in a hotel and then there was taking back the house which i think was number three but yeah i i i'm pretty sure this is the seventh home alone Oh my gosh. No. And I, like I said, certainly they know that they have a formula here and they know that they have something people are going to watch, but this one has uh, that Ellie Kemper from uh, the office. Uh, the other guy, the husband, I know, I can't think of his name. I know I've seen him in other stuff, but see. long and short, like it was, it was fun. And it's not just because of like the silly hijinks. In fact, the hijinks stuff, to be honest, is almost like some of the cringy parts of it. And when you watch the movie and without getting into any details, I like spoilers to the story and it's not that elaborate, but it's, it actually carries a little bit of heart to it. When you see towards the end and everything, like the way everything plays out, there is some good spirit to this movie. And I think that's what actually saved it as opposed to like go get them oh no traps uh like there was actually that's why i think like the other ones like where it's like mom and dad are getting a divorce this is dad's new wife and it was just like what like you're you're wrecking everything now you're you're ruining the family like you know the whole point was how much the family loved each other and did everything and now it's like you're you're really throwing that all away so this i think i don't know we we enjoyed it and i we did feel like there was some good some goodness to it so it's yeah, we, worth at least once we uh we have our holiday traditions probably i'm gonna say either t- this weekend or the following weekend you have no no christmas is complete without mr bean's holiday you have to watch mr bean's holiday everybody knows what happens same with home alone die hard like all these movies shows everybody knows what's happening but it's it's part of your tradition now and it's like um that that'll be coming and then uh i'm trying i don't think it's going to work i know you said your wife's not a gamer obviously but that she enjoyed 8-bit christmas and i want to watch that with my family i don't know if they're going to be able to sit through it because they didn't grow up like my wife grew up around nintendo but i grew up with nintendo so that hits home for me right there like I just, I'm pumped for it. So, so 
the the thing with it and again without spoiling anything like for you and i like who was just like a nintendo fanatic growing up like and and just being in that craze it's all there for you but in general like with the 80s like the sister wants to get uh, a cabbage patch doll like they show like you know highlighted neon stuff uh people wear it like people wearing the fanny packs like the jackets like it's all like crt tvs all the generalized stuff of the 80s is there so that's what makes it you know not just isolated to a gamer but someone who grew up now watching kids pursue stuff watching it from a kid's angle watching it that's what made it relatable for my family both of my boys and both of my kids a lot of times like we'll put on a movie like that like elf and they'll be like yeah it's funny but why can't we watch something animated like they'd rather watch like a cartoon of sorts yeah both of them sat right through 8-bit christmas no fuss no anything they just they were consumed by it and we're like this, this is how it was boys and like you know bicycling everywhere no phones they had walkie talkies or they're trying to call on pay phones and like throughout the whole movie like it was it was we thought it was very well done again wrapped up with a lot of heart uh, a lot of caring in the movie i don't know i saw some other gaming avenues and people same thing like oh I, we could barely finish it uh, you know, I don't know. But then again, I don't know these people. Maybe this is how they view life. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to glorify or, or put silver, you know, lining yeah, on everything. Of course. But I, I'll tell you, we really enjoy that one. And, you know, people are saying it's kind of like, it's the whiz. The Sorry, wizard. I just got, somehow I got beer in my eye. Oh, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it burns. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. I'll just I'll be a, a one-eyed pirate for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Three speed is five alarm when it hits oh, you. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like that people were comparing it like to the wizard, like being on this quest for gaming, but also at the same time to uh, the, a Christmas movie or a Christmas mm -hmm. story. You know, and just looking at it from Ralphie's point of view, it's like it really is. It was well done. So I nice. think you guys will like it. I'd really love to hear what your what your guys' thoughts were. Yeah, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely check it out. Like uh, one, actually, I I can't even say this website because it's it's not legit. So, but uh, it's it's where we watch a lot of movies. I'm gonna actually see if it's playing right now. But uh, yeah, so there's. Um, there's a lot to look forward to this holiday. Like my, my kids are, Oh, it is. Oh my goodness. And it's playing in my ears. Okay. Let's turn that off. So now <laughs> I know where to find it and it did work. So, um, you know what, actually one movie that I really, really, really want to see, and I have not seen it yet. And I don't know if you've seen it yet. And if you have, don't say anything about it, but ghostbusters have not. I, that trailer, I mean, the feels like did you was, miss us it's like oh goosebumps <laughs> it, looked, it looked perfect um you know I, and again i think some big steps here for them the the last ghostbusters movie not two but the last ghostbusters movie yeah um, the the answer the call like the 2016 one yeah like that one obviously had like a lukewarm response to it so this one uh 
I mean, again, I think it's that same type of idea. You're going to have the nostalgia factor. Oh, and that's exactly it. A lot of people said like they loved it. And a lot of people said there was too much fan service, but there's no medium like with movies. You either, it's the problem. What I think they did right about Ghostbusters from my perspective is same thing with episode seven of Star Wars. Yeah, a lot of people crapped all over it because it was essentially a rehash of A New Hope, but yeah. for the modern generation. But if you started a new story with Star Wars or anything like that, Ghostbusters, perfect example. Like they they essentially rebooted it with 2016, uh, the, like the female Ghostbusters. I haven't seen it. A lot of people that I have talked to said it was great, but because it's not Ghostbusters, a lot of people crapped all over it. And with new source material, you're going to have that. If you don't, and Ghostbusters is like the ultimate. And, I, and I'm thinking that's going to happen with, with the new Jurassic Park. They're bringing back Samuel, like all the original cast. I, I really think it's going to be a fan service movie. And I'm fine with that. As long as it's not over the top fan service where it's like somebody like Dennis Nedry from the original Jurassic Park. If you haven't seen Jurassic Park by now, spoiler alert, Dennis Nedry gets eaten by a Dilophosaurus. Um, but if, if it's something like that where a character's running away in a Jeep and something similar, okay, that's overblown in fan service. But you you can't not do Ghostbusters and not expect to have fan service. That's that's my opinion. But well, I, mean, I think that's the big thing, right? With the 2016, I think for a lot of people, without like actually people, like, it's tough to talk about the movie and anything negative because a lot of people want to pound on you and say like well you don't like it simply because it was an all-woman cast that's well and that's exactly it too like that, not me not me like i i, no, no, I think I'm paul feig and all of that like the director yeah. and Kristen exactly. wig and all them are phenomenal actresses but absolutely my wife and i watched it we both enjoyed it it actually is a very fun movie but if you people thought that we're getting a new ghostbusters then when they saw what this was like you said, it was a reboot. And for a lot of people who are not going to go play like the uh, the anti-card against the women actors, all this stuff, but for a lot of people who just enjoyed the franchise, I guess the question is kind of just why? Why are you redoing this? If you're using old women and not the original cast, what, what are you saying with the story? What is the whole reasoning behind it? And I don't know. For a lot of people it didn't it didn't hold enough like i said we watched it it was on netflix i didn't run up to the theaters but it was on netflix we caught it it was very funny like you said all the cast is hilarious a lot of them uh, snl alumni so it was great for that aspect but it didn't do anything much different with any of the story it brought in a lot of the original characters just for the sake of having them kind of tip their But it wasn't, but, and I think that was the other thing too, was <laughs> they were expecting to see Bill Murray as Venkman and that didn't happen. Like they, yes. they played like original, like all these originally like new characters, yes. cameos, but like Dan Aykroyd, I think was a cab driver and, and Bill Murray played a similar type of character to what Venkman was. But other than that, like, that's all it was. And yeah, like, like a lot of people were expecting it to be, well, like how, like what we got in the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, when you see all of them turn on the proton packs, did you miss us? Like, to me, that was my favorite part of the trailer. And it's like, and I, I this like jumping all over here, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be riots 
if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are not in Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> People have been saying with Spider-Man No Way Home, like, is there a chance it's going to live up to the legacy now? With what I don't think new? so. I don't think so. I, I think what they should have done, and see, we're getting right off topic with Ghostbusters, and that's fine because this is just this this is just well, a fun chat spider-man comes out right by christmas time so yeah we're, we're keeping it in the in the court so it's, it's like i'd like to do over christmas to answer your earlier question i'd like to watch spider-man so would i um i i think i think the problem that they should have addressed and i don't i don't like this is obviously a marketing thing and i'm not a marketing expert um they should have at least shown something with with them like in, in the trailer, you see Lizard flying towards him and then his, his head gets punched and he looks away, but you don't see who punches him. Yes. Like, yes. And, and then there's all these like still shots of the, like somebody had taken the, the scene where like they show um, Tom Holland on, on the walkway there and like they circle everything. And then in a still shot, they show Tom Holland Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire all standing on the same walkway. And, and it's just like a Andrew Garfield's denied, denied, denied. He's at the point where he's like, like he just doesn't want to spoil it, obviously, because like yeah. NDAs and we'll, we'll, we can get into an NDA breach shortly if you want. But um, like they don't want to, they, they want people to live up to the hype and the expectations of a movie being hyped. But I think, like, I personally think that the same with Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, there are too many villains. I know they're setting up for a Sinister Six style, like, that's the whole the whole point, but I, I don't think they're going to have enough screen time. They did prove me wrong with Avengers because everyone was like, well, there's not going to be enough screen time for all of the characters. And that's why they have all their own individual movies. But they, Avengers Endgame did a really good job giving each character enough screen time to make sense. That's, I mean, what they did with Avengers, like you said, was completely different. It's, it's twofold because X-Men kind of showed you could do that by just kind of moving along <laughs> and just like accepting these are the characters. Oh, that, who's that guy? Cyclops, he blasts with his eyes. Okay, cool. We didn't get all of Cyclops history we didn't get talk about havoc and his dad and the star jammers and this this this, this. that cyclops he blasts with his eyes right it was focused on hugh jackman but it moved forward uh justice league really tried to do that and they jumped from the dc you had batman or you had superman then you had superman versus batman then you had justice league introducing flash and wonder woman and cyborg and all this stuff and it was just a jumble and then you got the four hour movie to try and make it work and it but, didn't. And it didn't. But the point was, like you said, with uh, going from Iron Man through, you know, what did they have? About five years to the first Avengers movie, introducing each character, fleshing them out, you yep. know, Thor, et cetera. So it really kind of made it work in that sense. And uh, yeah, here, um, what were we talking about initially? I'm totally lost. Spider-Man. <laughs> You're not even drinking. <laughs> <laughs> not even. Maybe that's the problem. You're not the, you're, you're not drinking three speed lager that is still not. Uh, I can't even form two eye. sentences right now. Yeah, I, I got it in my eye. It's like the zombie plague. Like my eye is still burning. But uh, it is not sponsored by three speed lager. 
not yet. That's that's the wink. It's not actually beer in the eye. It's it's Brad winking. Oh, that's the wrong eye. Sorry. Oh, now I can't open it. <laughs> no, what's yes, Spider-Man? we were talking about Spider Man. I think the difference here is this is what they did right when they did the first star Andrew Andrew Garfield. Toby Maguire. When they when they did the one with Andrew Garfield though, again you, they still went through the whole rung of things of showing Uncle Ben and and everything, and people were quickly like, "What? What are you really? It's only been ten years since the last, since the Toby Maguire the first Toby Maguire movie. Yeah. Like you did a trilogy and then that one, and you're you're going through all the rule again. Let's speed it up. Tom Holland, that's it, May." Iron Man's bringing you in. We're off to the races. Yeah, exactly. No, and no they did that right. Bite, no spider bite, no nothing. Just let's go. And I think with this, why this one will work is, hey, that's Dr. Octopus. Yeah, he's from that movie. Oh, look, that's over there. Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. That's why is like you said, this is the Sandman. Let's show him, talk to his family. Go get turned into the Sandman. You had Harry Osborn trying to wrap up his part of three movies coming after Spider-Man on a snowboard at the very beginning. No and then <laughs> you, in the whole movie, you had to show Peter Parker get the Venom costume. As in emo Peter Venom Parker. Costume, then turn into Venom with, with Eddie Brock and then introducing Gwen Stacy who's now the new love interest or complicating the triangle with Mary, like way too much going on yeah. in that last movie. And they even showed Dr. Kurt Connors, the lizard, even though he hadn't turned into the lizard yet. Yeah. They showed the professor there, Dylan Baker. So yeah. there was so much stuff going on in that movie. And that's like you said, it's, I, I've always agreed, uh, Brad, I always said the same thing. It's like the, the Batman movies, why they all got progressively worse in the original quadrology when you had michael keaton then you had penguin and catwoman then you and that max shrek guy uh christopher walk and then you by the third one all of a sudden you're introducing robin and you got jim carrey and thing and then by the fourth one you had everybody and their uncle in it like always new heroes new villains 10 storylines going on and just a jumbled mess this i think will work because i really feel that the other characters, even though we know Lizard and we know Sandman, Electro, we know they're there. I think their storylines are going to be downplayed, especially as it goes down the rung. They've all we've really seen is that Green Goblin exists. Mm-hmm. We've seen that the other characters exist. We've and you don't even them. like they they they're alluding to it being Willem Dafoe, but in another screenshot. They show Green Goblin that looks like Dane DeHaan from Amazing Spider-Man 2. So maybe he's going to be in it. Now, I did hear... Now, I don't know if you saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage. No, I know there's a postcode, but I haven't Exactly, and then there's... there's, So people have been trying to avoid Spider-Man spoilers like the plague. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but apparently they're working on doing a real like well obviously there there there's you've got spider-man into the spider-verse 2 coming out but i mean you you've got characters from sony material that like 
Amazing Spider-Man 2 that are making the trek into Marvel territory. Will we will we see um will we see the actual Eddie Brock, not Topher Grace, uh, but will we actually see the the like who everybody knows as Venom now, Tom Hardy? Will yes. will he make an appearance? Because every other character has made an appearance so far. So why not Venom? Yes, and that's the thing. And even again, Michael Keaton as Vulture. Has... Yeah, he ru- he spoiled that too. He got in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, that's because what I mean. he said he was coming back as Vulture. Now he could be making it up, um, but he also spoiled his return as Bruce Wayne before the tr- before they had shown the Batman suit. So, and the thing was, even with the, and they're still doing the Michael Morbius movie too with yep. Jared Leto. All yep. in that and that's movie. that's in Sony's Spider-Man universe. Yes, yes, it's still all in there too because I think even they've shown. Michael Keaton, I think, in, in they did, uh, yes, so. and they so, showed uh, Michael Mando, uh, who was uh, who played Scorpion, not oh, not yeah. Mortal Kombat Scorpion, but Scorpion from Spider Man Homecoming. Yes, could you imagine yeah. if Scorpion from Mortal Kombat made an appearance in Spider Man? <laughs> it just just the it, like just randomly, like you see the spear get over here right through the multiverse. <laughs> Speaking of multiverse, though, to have that. Uh, the new multiverse game coming out from Warner Brothers. Multi, there. yeah, mu- multiverses. I think it's called. Yeah, that looks Shaggy's like finally getting his fighting. Uh, that everyone's yeah, making a joke. Basically, Super Saiyan. And <laughs> what? So what? What are you hoping that you get for Christmas besides the PS5? Because you've already you mentioned that off off air. For those of you who don't know, uh, Adam has been trying really hard to get a PS5. Um, I've been look- he's, I've been he's not good the- like me i got lucky when i got my pre-order um i had to choose between a ps5 or the xbox series x because i had pre-ordered both of them from best buy and i'm glad i went with the ps5 because i have game pass on my pc thank you drew over at itg for telling me about game pass because it's amazing and if you're only tuning into this on spotify now we talked about it almost an hour ago about game pass being like the end all be all for gamers right now. Um, but anyways, Adam, PS5 aside. <laughs> well, Series X would be nice. Ooh. I saw that actually over Black Friday, the Series S was the biggest seller. Now people can argue that it's the only one available, but it did push quite a few consoles and they had some good deals. And again, even, even if you want to go into that, I understand it's the old digital, there's, you know, reservations about it, but if you go on that all access plan, you pay like 25, 30 bucks a month for two years, you have the console paid off and you have game pass ultimate during that whole time. You know where you could have, you know, where you could have gotten a series S for free. Where's that? At Northern Game Expo that took place in October. Yeah, I was just just gonna say shameless plug. (laughs) Didn't win it. (laughs) No, for sure. You know what? I I looked at that and I looked at that hard over the last like few weeks and really truly came to the the finally like, you know what? Maybe I'll do it because the Game Pass is great. The kids can just hop on, play a game. Every single Minecraft is on there. Yeah, that's what I mean. But it's. it's all in there. And like you said, it's just, you're just renting them though. Like there's, yeah. it is going to be finite. And eventually one day you have to decide if you're going to continue to pay that fee or not. And that's why I really, 
it's hard to make that case at the same time when all of a sudden Microsoft says, by the way, here's another 80 backwards compatible games. Now I go, well, then why am I going to get the S? Why would I not wait for an X? And that, you know, the, the, the thing about the S, and I had looked at one too, because like, again, I've always been a Sony guy, um, but there's just like a lot of, a lot of the guys over on Discord on ITG, they're all in Xbox. Like Drew, Drew was lucky. He got a PS5. Um, my only reservation about the S is the memory, like the, the, the space is half the size. It's a yeah. half a system, but you're only yes. getting 500 and 516 gigs instead of one terabyte. And one terabyte these days is nothing. Yeah. Like I, so I have a PS five um, and I've got five games on it and that's all I can do. So if I want to install a new game, I got to be like, is this a game? Like, am I getting rid of a game? Now, the nice thing about cloud storage is it's saved in the cloud, but right. is it a game that I'm going to want to come back to? And like right now in my library, I'm, I'm, I, I can't put down the last of us part two. I, I'm one of the ones I love it. I get the controversy. I get that there's a false protagonist, all this, but just if, if you have not played either of the last of us, and I'm, I'm talking to you, Adam, um, right. like put it at the very top of your queue. The only reason I'm saying that is the TV show's coming out soon, um, which I'm going to tune into. Uh, I, I'm not a real big fan of HBO stuff. I did not like game of Thrones. I'm sorry. Um, but there's just exploring this world that we know in like an apocalypse in the pot and wow, in an apocalyptic esque time where you're climbing through decrepit buildings, finding letters that people that have now died and you see them lying on the ground skeletons, leaving notes saying the soldiers came and they shot me in the back and I'm slowly getting a fever. Like, you know, they're turning into, into uh, the infected because they're not, they're not calling them zombies. It like just the story for number two was incredible. Like, again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was a lot of controversy behind two for one of the main characters. And that's all I'm saying. And it's not a spoiler. I promise you, but I can't stop playing two. scares the, absolute shit out of me in some of the scenes but it's like i told you i'm like dude i i don't i don't know if i'm ready for the rat king and he's like you'll be fine man you'll be fine this thing is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> and like there's there's strategies on how to play it and stuff just play it for yourself if you're an explorer you you if you're a trophy hunter you you're you're wanting all the letters you're wanting all the wlf letters to get that trophy um but it's an incredible game so i have that i've got tales of arise because i'm now playing the end game content uh i got rid of godfall because it took up 500 gigs so there's one there's half my storage in one game but yeah the getting back to my point i just i passed on the series s just because i know a lot of the xbox games halo is going to be a massive game like yeah. in terms of space um and I've got a really good computer for gaming. So a lot of the games that I could get on the series S I can get on the PC. Yeah. Sorry. I admit, I didn't mean to like go into a nope. detailed story. It reminds me of when we were chatting with Aaron LaPlante who played the Duke check out Northern nerd chats. 
Um, yeah. but yeah, so he, like he, he's like that. Like I, I give long winded answers. Let's go back to what you are hoping for. <laughs> no, I completely agree. I, I, those are all good points and more or less why I've kind of held off. Um, I went through the last list. Basically I went through everything that Xbox put out on that backwards compatibility. And I have a lot, like I have like probably close to 75 plus games, almost a hundred games that do backwards compatibility. And some of that doesn't mean anything because it's not like the primary title I want to play, but some of them I'd absolutely get into again. And the fact that they're going to be enhanced in any way, shape or form, some of them have HDR, some of them actually graphically upgrade and will produce out at almost 4K. So I, I for that reason, I would like to get a, a Series X. Um, mostly, I don't know. I am kind of that person that's hard to buy for. Like when I see stuff, I kind of get it, you know, like if I don't, I, you know, like I, I'm certainly frugal. You don't just go and eBay everything. I waited till Black Friday, like to finally buy, like I said, a lot of PlayStation VR games or even Spider-Man and God of War. But, uh, you know, for me, I don't know. I, I do have quite a bit of stuff that I want right now. Honestly, some quiet time, some downtime would be nice. No such um, thing. No, there isn't. I'm hoping Spider-Man is going to be friendly enough. That seems to be one that I'm hoping I can even sit and play with the boys, even if we have to pass the controller around. I'd like to think that there's going to be some aspects of it, that the story might not be too mature, but that there's going to be enough there that they can enjoy, and, and especially the combat. It's, uh, it, it's an amazing game there is heavy material like not not like gory like people being murdered but there there is a like the third act there is a very 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 heavy scene um and it's fleshed out to really pull at your heartstrings um mm. i cried when i played final fantasy 7 the original when when sephiroth stabbed his sword spoiler alert killed eris or Aerith, however you want to call her. Um, but back in the day, um, if you go on YouTube and, uh, and don't, but after you've played the game, go on YouTube and put Spider-Man. <laughs> um, and then you'll see grown men cry. And you'll understand when you play the game, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, but no, there it's, it's not a, it's not a heavily like, it's a teen rated game because it's a superhero game. Yeah. Um, your kids will probably get more enjoyment zipping through New York. Like just yeah. pew, pew, pew. like that, like I that is the hands down the best part apart from the story of Spider-Man. And, and they, the, the, I remember Spider-Man two on PS one. I want to say. Yeah. PS2. I was just gonna say had amazing zipping yes. through the city, that's and no game ever thing. came close to it until now. Yes, that's where things changed for everybody because Spider-Man, the original, was very much like uh directed on rails, and Spider-Man 2. I remember the first time I played that on a PS2 and being like, I could just honestly go anywhere. And then all of a sudden there's a, a bank robbery going by, yeah. or a little kid lost his balloon. And you're trying to like fletch it out of the sky and swing. But I remember literally, like you said, being like, help, help me. Like, 
no, I just want to web swing. I'm just having a great time. I'm just enjoying myself here and just doing that. And I loved it. Absolutely loved it's it. Only, there's only one game that's better in terms of flying around the city. Superman 64. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I can't even play that game, man. Like, it's just, oh, man, it's brutal. You're saying that and looking at this ring light right above my head is just giving me bad flashbacks. It's yeah, just I, got, get... I got the ring light. It's like, oh, geez. Like, yeah. you, can see, you can see it in my glasses right now. Like, yeah. But just I got flashbacks of Nam. <laughs> yeah, so that part of Superman 64 trying to just continually fly through those rings and continually missing them. Oh, my yeah. goodness. But uh, anything else you're uh, you're looking for or hoping to find even on, you know what? I, I think, I think that boxing day sales are going to be the exact same as black Friday. I, I like it seemed. So the one thing about black Friday this year was all the aforementioned games were on sale about a week before black yeah. Friday at this price. And today there's still this price uh, a week after black Friday, cyber Monday. So I have kind of that same inkling now that, like you said, like, I don't expect much, but I am going to go look. I know every year locally, there's a pawn shop that used to put out their games for 50% off all games um, on Boxing Day or that Boxing Week. So that was a great time to go in there because that's when I would find like a $7 Batman Arkham City or Arkham, uh, what was the last one? Arkham City. Well, there was there was Arkham Origins, which came out after, but it was like, it was a totally different company that took it. Arkham, and Arkham then there was Knight. Arkham VR. Yeah, Arkham, Arkham Knight, sorry, Arkham Knight, Arkham not Knight. Arkham City. Yeah, that's what I said. When I got City, I paid like $3 for it or something on the Xbox One, simply because it was like a $7 game I got yeah. for 350 Like, it's it's a great time, and I usually go and stack up on like you know 40, 50 games because I can really get them for cheap. So, oh geez, you I'm put Glenn to shame. I'm hoping, hoping that that happens again this year. That they're going to actually do that. Last year, I know with the restrictions, um, it wasn't possible. So, I'd like to think that that's going to happen this year. And if I do, definitely come back with some content there. But that's kind of when I spoil myself for the year and and yeah. you know make it make it a little bit more Christmassy for me because again I'm kind of hard to to buy for. What about you? Anything specific on the bill? Um I don't know like again I I, I kind of saw what I was getting. So <laughs> like but it looked uh, good though. Oh yeah, I mean I've I've I got two of them on the shelf behind me. I I told my wife I was just going to put them on the shelf but because uh, the kids didn't don't know about those two. Um but the one that I'm looking forward to, and I'll, I'll probably only play it with my daughter, and not because it's a kitty game, but because this is actually the first game she's bought me from herself. Well, from herself, quote unquote. Um, but uh, just seeing if there's anybody there, there is not. Uh, it's uh, Kana Bridge of Spirits, so it's supposed to be this kind of like frozen, like the it like computer graphics in the similarity of frozen uh raya the dragon princess like all those kind of pixar movies yep, yep. so i'll probably play that just story-wise with her um drew said it's an amazing game i mean i'm like i should be on his payroll like we've dropped his name so many times on this podcast um but he like it was one of his must plays 
the PS4 was the only version. Now, the, like, which I'm fine with because right on the container on the case it says PS5 upgrade available. It was ten dollars cheaper than the PS5 version. So like, why wouldn't you buy it? Why would you buy the PS5 version when you can save ten bucks, get the PS4 version, and then upgrade to the PS5 for free? So, and that's what a lot of the PS4 games are doing now because PS5s aren't available. And if you have a PS5, save the 10 bucks, I guess. Um, like, again, I don't know if I'm putting this on YouTube or not, but this, this was like my best get and it's only available physically. I'm sorry for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mafia Trilogy. This was, this has been on my list of wants for a long time. I have been um searching in vain because i just found out that it's not available uh physically released north american as the trilogy you can only get mafia the definitive edition number one uh here this is only a europe exclusive which makes no sense but super hard to find as soon as as soon as i bought it the price on amazon just shot through the roof so but I like you that now I do have certain games that I will keep sealed. Like I, I I'll just pull it down. I have a sealed uh, East nine because I have it on PS4. Um, but like you, I don't buy games specifically to keep them sealed unless I know that it's going to be a super valuable game that I will eventually sell. I, I don't get, I don't get into grading. I, again, we talked about grading and stuff. But I, I buy games to play them. And like my collection is a lot smaller than it used to be. Um, I like I think I had almost 400 games at one point. Now I'm not not even a fraction of that anymore. But um, in terms of wants, I don't know because with Game Pass I can get Halo. Again, I don't I don't have an Xbox, but it'll be available day one launch on Game Pass. Um even Vita stuff right now, like is crazy expensive on Amazon. Like it, 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 if I get anything, if, if anything really gift certificates, because like you, again, I'm, I'm hard to buy for. Um, not in the sense that I'm, and I, I'm not saying this about you like at all, but I, 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 you know, when you buy somebody a gift and it's like, you can tell in their facial features that they really don't like it. I'm not like that. Like, Oh yeah, cool. Thanks for getting me clothes. Like I don't have enough of those to begin with. Yeah. Um, if you get me a gift certificate, I can get what I want. Cause I know what I want. And I'm like, my wife said, well, you're a hard to shop for. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> you like, what do you want for Christmas? Nothing. And then you, okay. Last year I fell into the trap. I didn't get anything. And then the arms were folded. <laughs> you didn't get me. anything. Well, you said nothing. So how am I supposed to know? I, I'm not a mind reader. Um, I got her a gift this year. <laughs> we for the for a couple of years we didn't really get much of anything, or it was just like, I saw this nice sweater and okay, you can give it to me for Christmas, sure. Hint, like, hint. Know, <laughs> yeah, and and to do that just to kind of show face in front of the kids, but like again, we just kind of get in that routine. Like she know, like she's not gonna go try shopping for a game for me because she knows it's impossible to get you barbie <laughs> <laughs> and it turns barbie. out to be the best thing you've ever played <laughs> me and the boys are just loving this stuff. well let, let's just admit it we're afraid to like girl games <laughs> actually i shouldn't even generalize because like 
girls play this stuff and 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 like guys guys play bro guys are bronies 50 percent of the market out there is females we certainly can respect that no i honestly and we uh me and the boys like we we do we play everything one game i forgot that i do have for the boys put away and again just shout out to itg this was nate who actually brought it up said he was working on a on a review was uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed. And that brought it to my attention. So I looked into the game and what I saw, I thought looked fantastic. So I ended up picking that up for Nintendo Switch. It did come on sale over Black Friday over at, uh, well, GameStop now, EB Games Canada, and ended up grabbing that for, uh, for my youngest. We were watching some trailers on the game and it does look fantastic. All the cars look lifelike. If they get scratched, you can actually see through the paint. Oh, wow. Steel underneath. If the car flips, you can actually read the gear, read Mattel, read everything on the bottom of the car. And there is a course designer and everything too. So I think it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And fun one, one game that I, if I've, and this is this, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up shortly because my wife actually wants to watch 8-Bit Christmas, which just shocked the shit out of me. Run with um, it. Run with it. <laughs> so one one game that a lot of uh, not a lot um generally the entire gaming community is crapping all over so try it if you can save your money is that new nerf game that just came out i've seen nothing but negative on that. yeah so avoid it at all costs yeah no i actually saw the game today in uh, walmart and i just kept on walking. at full price yes <laughs> And that's what I heard was it actually yeah, it was not coming through very good at all. They said it was, the mechanics are really broken in that. And again, yeah. how, do you, how do you do that in these this day and age? How can you put out a game broken and wait for patches? Like ask Cyberpunk. Well, actually, they 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 fixed it a lot. Like I I popped it in, and I and Drew will probably crap on me for saying this, but I popped it in and they they have done a very good job updating what it should be what's that on ps4 well, ps4 ps5 um i have it on pc as well because I, i'm not going to get into why i spent the entire full price of the game when it came out twice i guess i'm a sucker for punishment but they have they have fixed it um there is the next gen update coming next year it was pushed unfortunately but there is going to be story dlc that's coming even the witcher 3 is getting a new story dlc which is crazy yeah that's insane um so maybe cdpr has seen what they did with no man's sky they put their nose to the ground and just kept quiet just releasing tidbits here there like their last patch was kind of a slap in the face to fans like you got a new car and you got summer clothes for for Johnny, which made no sense. Yeah. But yes, avoid the nerf game. I don't even know what it's called. I just know it's nerf. It's been getting hammered in the reviews saying it's a broken game. So, but uh, what what are you, so I don't know if we'll get to do another show like this. I know that uh, you and Clayton aren't available, unfortunately, for the chat with Jane. Uh, so Drew, again, Drew is going to be joining me. He's, he's interviewed her before. So, um, but, uh, I don't know if we'll get to do another, like a prediction episode. So let's just do it here. What are your predictions for 2022 in terms of gaming? What do you hope to see? What's, you know, 
what do you what do you what what do you think is in store for 2022 aside from knowing that we're going to be getting the new horizon god of war elden ring which clayton i know is going to be all over because he loves those souls games um but what what do you think what what are you most hyped for for predictions nintendo I'm hoping they're going to expand that expansion pack to start to include some Game Boy, possibly Game Boy Color or Advance games. Start to open that library because that's where they're hurting the most for, as far as online goes. Sony, I'm really curious to see what they're going to do. They, When they put their mind to something, they can make it happen, but they don't always have the best track record of seeing something through. That's right. Handles, et cetera. So yeah. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the new online portal. With Xbox, it, the way it's looking, they could have a heck of a year. I mean, they turned a lot of Xbox One S's over Black Friday. If the chip shortage remains the way it's going to do over the next three, four weeks, obviously, um, they could still push more consoles between now and Christmas. And that's more people buying in, obviously buying into Game Pass, because why are you buying that console unless you're just literally paying to download a couple games? you're probably going to get on in on game pass strengthen that up and then they're going to have a heck of a year when they've got uh you know halo infinite uh, the like you said elder scrolls uh all sorts of good stuff coming. Not elder scrolls there. elden ring elder scrolls is like three years out ish but yeah no I, I know i knew what you meant <laughs> but it is coming that is also coming though eventually starfield and, yeah and uh, yeah, no, I think they have uh, Xbox is going to have a strong year ahead of them. So I, you know, again, yay to all of them. I, I you know, well, there's no losers here. Everybody wins, uh, especially games. Unless so, you're Stadia. Unless you're Google Stadia, you're kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know those guys are all Stadia fans. That's why I said that. But I don't know. Anyways, we'll 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 avoid Stadia, or at least I'll avoid Stadia. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not buying in on that anytime soon. So, yeah, my my predictions, again, <laughs> as a Sony fan, next year and the following year is going to be Xbox. Um, not because of any one thing in particular. Well, not true because, like, Game Pass has just taken over. Uh, again, yeah. we talked about this before. If Sony had jumped on the their their idea of game pass like playstation now is is good um but it's not the game pass level but i i think that game pass has really set the bar super high for other systems yes nintendo right now doesn't even compete like well mind you they're also a much more dated system we were supposed to get the uh well it was never officially announced but talked about a lot but the switch pro and we ended up just getting the OLED screen, which is nice, yeah. but it didn't really do anything to enhance anything. Um, so I, I really, really do think Nintendo is going to be a distant third next year. That's, that's what I think. Um, they're still pumping out amazing games. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there with this. I see next year, and, and not, not in the sense that Nintendo is going to abandon anything. I see the Nintendo, the way that they're going, like there's, it's mostly ports that they're doing now. Like they, they haven't really done anything first party. Like even you, Breath of the Wild was a Wii U game at the same time as Switch. So it's not technically a Switch. Um, 
my prediction about Nintendo is they're going to go the Vita route, man. And it's going to be a lot of like almost all third party. I think Nintendo is going to have to focus on something else. And again, not, not negatively. Nintendo has always been a step above. Like I remember when the Wii came out, everyone was like, Oh, those motion controls are stupid. Okay. If that's what you think, but they've set the bar and then they did the whole 3d thing. Um, like 3d has been around, but Nintendo made it so that you could literally play it on a screen. You didn't need to have your goggles or anything like that. Uh, in terms of PlayStation, I think that spring 2022 is going to be a great spring for PlayStation gamers. Um, cause you've got horizon. I think actually, I think horizon's coming out in February. Um, but then you've got, what they're called what what is project scarlet is that is that what the code name is for this thing anyways uh their streaming device um just in general it's going to be a great year for a gaming and i like i i i don't buy into the console war stuff i i i don't understand why you have to keep feeding the uh, the the flames allegedly final fantasy 16 is supposed to be coming out it's never been officially announced but they keep i keep hearing 2022 so we'll see. I think that's going to be a third, fourth quarter. I would love to see something about Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Who knows? Even even just a, a like a trailer or something. Yeah. And then, but I I really really do think that the next two years belongs to Xbox. People were very upset when, uh, and I was I was disappointed when uh, Bethesda was bought out. But you don't buy a AAA company to release your AAA titles on an opposing system. People, when, when they announced that Elder Scrolls 6 was going to be Xbox or PC, like Microsoft exclusive, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, Deathloop was great. It's not for everybody. It certainly wasn't a game that I would continue playing after I'd beaten it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, so, uh, but... Like it's, and I'm not saying it's not a AAA title, but in terms of Starfield, Fallout, and and Elder Scrolls, those are going to be. Fallout hasn't been announced, but I guarantee you, when it's announced, it's going to be an Xbox exclusive or Microsoft. And yeah. again, I'm fine with that because it's going to come to PC, because like it's on Game Pass. Those are my predictions. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it sounds like we're much on par with it. Uh, like you said, Nintendo, a lot to do there. If the kind of the only thing they can do is jump on and keep doing like Xbox in, in that they need to really revive the past. And right now that's hard to do with licensing, of course, but Nintendo owns so many properties amongst so many years, 30 plus years of consoles. So again, dip into the Game Boy, dip into the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy Color, you know, bring up, uh, maybe difficult to report over DS stuff, but I mean, bring over, like, imagine if they put Wii Sports on there, guaranteed seller, you know, look at how much people were going crazy just to bring, buy Wii Sports, that game shot up to 35 bucks, which again, uh, not that much money, but for a game that was the biggest install <laughs> on that console of that generation yeah that was big money for that game so i i think you know they have a lot that they can really tap into to keep themselves up and relevant right now if they can do it so that's that's great like 
I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be, well, I've always been excited to be a gamer. Uh, obviously, I mean, I, we wouldn't be putting on a, on an expo or anything like that, but, uh, I think we'll wrap up here. Um, we're nearing the season finale of Northern nerd chats. That's obviously something that Adam Clayton and I do where we talk with voice actors, actors, actresses, um, we do well i do have one coming up next month not this coming monday but next monday the 13th jane perry uh for those of you who don't know she was rogue in cyberpunk she was diana burnwood in hitman she was celine in returnal she was even in dragon ball z as bulma's mom so we're going to talk to her about that um i do have another guest potentially lined up uh unfortunately um philip Roche. Uh, he's been so busy with his projects. He actually hasn't even seen my previous message I sent in November. Uh, so the season finale will either be with Jane or with Mark Mir, who, if you're not familiar with him, he was command. He was the male Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect series. He was in Dragon Age. He was in Baldur's Gate. He's a Canadian. So is Jane Perry. So the Canadian connection. But it will be one of those two will be the season finale, and then we'll take a break over the holidays. We'll reconvene, and uh, I, I've got a format change plan-ish that for season two. But I think the nerd chats will be done kind of like a seasonal thing. This this stuff that we're doing for Spotify, whatever else, something we can do whenever. But um, Adam, again, where can people find you? You can find me YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Svenny McG youtube.com slash Svenny McG I do a lot of retro gaming uh, talk there do a lot of peripheral reviews go through different pieces amongst various consoles and sometimes even get into tinkering re restorations and tips and tricks so a lot of a lot of good gaming uh, content a lot of fun over there as well but and as always you can find me on every social as the northern nerdcast with the exception of twitter for whatever reason it's the northern nerd cst i don't know why but it's the northern nerdcast i am signing off or well sorry we're signing off for another episode um hope you all have a merry christmas happy new year if we do get in another one then we'll just do this whole merry christmas happy new year thing again adam it's been a pleasure as always and I just wanted to remind everybody that we are not sponsored by three speed logger yet. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Take care. Take care, everybody.